Welcome to Love and Justice, episode 38. We're covering Act 38 slash episode 39 of Crystal, Act 38 of the manga, and episodes 125 through 127 of the 90s anime, with a heavy emphasis on episode 126. This is it, everyone. The end of Sailor Moon S, the Deathbusters arc, the Infinity arc, whatever you want to call it, Professor Tomoe, Mistress 9, Pharaoh 90, all the baddies from the Tau Nebula are donezo. This podcast certainly isn't, though. While sadly the Sailor Moon Crystal after show may be going on hiatus along with Crystal itself, this podcast has no limits as to what Sailor Moon content we can cover. So thank you to those of you who have already sent your suggestions, and to everyone else, keep those suggestions coming. Hey, Anime Expos this weekend, guys, and Sailor Moon Day is back on Sunday, July 3rd. So fingers crossed we'll be getting more info on the release of the highly anticipated new Viz dub of Sailor Moon S. And along with that, maybe some sweet new guest stars on this podcast who may or may not be involved with that. Let's just say we've definitely got some plans for the future. thought cake would be delicious well, well, I, I can see my i can see my mom's reasoning right here I okay can see it. they were wanting something sweet sure went to the fair, fridge totally fair all those cupcakes were gone uh-huh and so mom had to rationalize uh, why she could eat the cake and was like, well, not you <laughs> she's like no 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 because the lady who baked it she has it in her contracts that on your year anniversary she bakes you a replica of the very top of oh, of the cake. That's how. So it's fine. It's I fine see. if we eat this because because you're getting a fresh version. Because of you're it. gonna get a fresh version a year later. Yeah. That's, and, and then and that, that's how she justified yeah. eating it. In the UK, like all wedding cakes are fruit cakes for the oh. most part, or they they were traditionally. And there was this whole thing where if you were a single girl, you were supposed to take home a piece of oh, the and fruit cake put and it you sleep with it under your pillow. Yeah. And it's supposed to like give you good relationship luck. I did that when I was five. I can oh. attest to the fact that it was definitely not good relationship luck. <laughs> I, I know about that from Agatha Christie murder mysteries. They're always talking about sending people pieces of fruit cake and people yeah. putting them under their pillows. Yep, yep. But, uh, but I always pictured cake and I was like, that is messy. That's yeah. what I just thought right now. No, fruitcake is like it's solid. It is a brick. Oh, it's like the like it's the like comedic, comedic, fruit cake. Like the picture, Christmas thing? Yeah. Like the it's deli- thing? Like this is the thing. Is picture that- a cake that does not look fun. Yeah, oh, but it's it? delicious is the thing. Like my my dad's mom made incredibly good fruitcake. And a really well-made fruitcake is delicious. Uh, and it was really funny because my old roommate before Lola, one time we had, I think it was during like a Christmas party or something. She's like, oh, I'm going to make a fruitcake. And I was like, yeah. And she and I were so jazzed about this fruitcake. But everybody else was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because American t- uh, television and movies have said the fruitcake is like the biggest I've never had disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I always assumed it was something disgusting. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's it's really, really good. Because like every Christmas yeah. movie makes the joke about like, oh, so-and-so brought a fruitcake. fruitcake. I, I remember thinking that it must taste like that disgusting fruit at the bottom of yogurt cups. Because uh, it was no, like, it's more like delicious, like sultanas and raisins and cranberry. Like it's a lot. It's like delicious, like dried fruits. It's okay. really good. Oh, that's okay. Then. Yeah, cooked into a, a really like delicious spice cake. I do but like it's spice really, cake. But it's oh, okay. a really dense cake. Like it's really okay. intense. It's the, really good. The older I get, the more I shy away from like a light, fluffy, sugary yeah, dough, and yeah. I prefer like a denser spice yeah. cake. Yep. 
Yep. Well, that's not bad. Though. I agree. That okay. Yep. But uh, welcome to welcome to fruitcake. <laughs> well, it is. It's uh, it's Kelby's uh, anniversary. When Yay. you're when you guys are listening to this, though, I know our listeners in the UK. It's actually going to be the next day for you too. So. Uh, really, you're all listening. It'll be the day after yeah. uh, Kelby's anniversary. Th- those of but... you in the UK, uh, tweet at us your opinions on fruitcake. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, because oh, yeah. I know we do We do have a fair amount of UK listeners. And and have you had American-style cakes, and do you think yeah. our cakes are terrible? Also, American-style <laughs> uh, cookies, because I love British-style biscuits. Yeah. And for the most part, I could take or leave American cookies. I've only had processed, oh. packaged biscuits. I've had, like, uh, yeah. hot knobs and yeah, Oh, see, really I, delicious. I would, I would fight a dude for American cookies. Ah, like, <laughs> you yeah. like, you got chips ahoy? Uh, I'll kill you. Oh no, no, not those. Those are dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm. I though like, I will say, I'm, like, you? I'm sorry. Though I will say the best uh, American style cookies I've ever had. I want to say it was called Ben's Cookies, and it's in Covent Garden in London. And they're just these gigantic cookies, and they're they're American style ones. And the most delicious cookie I've ever had in my life was a uh, dark chocolate ginger cookie. Whoa. Oh, my God. My high school used to sell chocolate chip cookies during breakfast. Mm. That Judy, the cafeteria lady, she was so great. She, reti- you, Judy. she retired. She, was, she retired after I graduated. She was so cool. But Judy made them from scratch. Every day. Wait, something in the American food cafeteria system was made from scratch? Well, once they started, like, really cracking down, that's when Judy retired. Uh, Because, like, She had principles, damn it. She did, and also they started really cracking down on what she could serve for lunch, and she would always try to do the best she could with what she had, but when the regulations really got... Strict. Mm-hmm. That's what she was like. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I'm out of here. But those mm-hmm. cookies were perfect because they were the right amount of crispness on the edges mm-hmm. and then goo in the middle. Yeah, I Love like it. I like soft cookies. Uh, to give you a taste of the uh, nutritional system that I grew up with uh, in high school, for three years of high school, my lunch was a Pepsi One because we had a machine that <laughs> oh. was 25 cents a can. It was a promotional machine, and oh, everybody wish. hated it. But it was only 25 cents. Yeah. So I would have a Pepsi one and I would get a grandma's cookie out of the vending machine. Oh. And I would get the chocolate and it was like cakey. Oh, I know thick. exactly what you're talking thinking about. about oh, now, like thinking no. about it now <laughs> makes my teeth hurt, but at the time it was my favorite. Oh, thing. it just sounds so like processed and sugary yeah. and <laughs> yeah. it's like upsetting to me that was my lunch uh, but yes, america we uh we are celebrating re-celebrating the the beginning of a new chapter in kelby and sam's lives oh, and sort of in all of our lives since they're still in our lives and now married uh and have you were, been you were there yeah we were there, were there. And, and have been for a I, year was i yeah yeah you, you definitely were yeah it doesn't ring a bell uh much <laughs> okay. uh, much as uh you know the the, the outer century are soon to be celebrating their new lives as oh, triple yes. triple lesbian moms yeah <laughs> i mean pluto's <laughs> not actually a lesbian. I don't know. She looks like she might have seen I one up close. She, but this is the thing: is she's like she hasn't met the right girl. She was yet. into yeah. she was into King Endymion, but like I feel like with, she could she could go either way. This could be a polyamorous <laughs> thing. It this absolutely, could be a, yeah. It absolutely could. Uh, yeah, but uh, I read which Pluto is, is by. I think, yes. Yeah. Definitely. uh, Yeah. So it is uh, the conclusion of this story Uh, arc of Sailor Moon, uh, which is uh, chapter 38 of the manga, uh, act 38 slash episode 39 of Sailor Moon Crystal. I feel like we just started. 
started. I know. And it also uh, sort of encompasses the end of 125 and <laughs> also 126. Oh. I watched 127, oh. but I wasn't. And I kept waiting for 127 to be significant. And then I was like, no. Like, I, I thought, so basically 127, for whatever reason, it focuses on Chibiusa after the fact. Oh, great. That's so, what I want to watch. So, I like, basically, basically. 126 did, too. Yeah, no, but 127 was this weird episode where basically, like, one of the Daimon, like, survived, and there was a, uh, a like, incub- like Daimon incubator container that I think maybe we saw at one point with like the Witches 5. Like sort of like her duck, sort of like her duck suitcase, but it was like it looked like a like a dog kennel, um, and it had the star on it, <laughs> like the cre- like the creepy star that they get. Uh, anyway, oh so it like it, the the sort of half formed. Di- it looked like the the creepy liquid ladies that were attacking the uh, the, the, the yeah the goo people that were attacking the um the inner guardians when they were trying to like create the cat yeah, around the, the dumb thing yeah uh well <laughs> th- i actually thing. thought that was kind of scary but uh anyway they bit jupiter's boobs like straight on just like chomped her like yeah. it was yeah. full oh, i remember I, I remember anyway <laughs> i wish i did so one of them like like oozes its way into this sort of uh incubator i guess and it then turns into a daimon called renji and they get attacked and they're all being attacked and they're like, oh no, we're being overpowered. And like Chibiusa leaves. It's a whole thing where Chibiusa is like, I don't, I, I don't, I feel like you all just want me to leave. And they're like, no, Chibiusa, we like, we love you, obviously. Do you but remember like, the part where we just saved your damn you life? You should, no, you should go, but like, you should go be raised by your parents. You're a child, especially because uh, in the 90s anime, they yeah. don't establish the whole like she's 900 years old thing. Right. Yeah. So for all so for all we know in the 90s anime she is in fact a child and so she like goes back to the future and then to and, the future. and then she ends up coming back and saving all of them. So I'm watching this the whole time knowing that in Crystal and in the manga that Chibiusa became Super Sailor Chibi Moon. Right. So I'm assuming like oh this must be like where, where she gets happens. her Super Sailor Chibi nope. Moon and it's like nope she's just vaguely useful with pink sugar heart attack and then sailor moon i think uses rainbow moon heartache and kills the daimon and then chibius is like well i'm gonna stay here now and then it's sort of like the end of the uh the black moon clan story arc where she has like a letter from her parents but it's not as funny because it's not like chibius has gone and lied to her parents it's a letter from queen serenity to chibiusa being like oh chibiusa have fun in the past Bring us some stuff next time you come. Be nice to Big Sister Usagi. I'm like, that's weird. This is that's weird. weird. Yeah. That's a weird phrase. But and then like all the other girls like read the letter and they're like, oh, that's definitely Usagi. Oh. This just what? reminds me of um a friend that I have who found out when he was 10 that his uncle was his dad and his dad what? was his uncle. Oh. <laughs> and everyone was like, ha, yep. Isn't our family funny? Let's all go to dinner. It's I feel like Whoa. in the 90s, that's what the dynamic feels like. Mm-hmm. Of like, here are these two people, they're kind of your parents, they're kind of not your parents. Oh, and by the way, your parents occasionally talk to you from the future. Yeah, it whatever. Was, it was bizarre. But even 126 is just as useless because like 
oh my god, it's so fucking dumb. So like Tomoe has amnesia, yeah. and the lesbians give him a baby, and everybody at the hospital is okay with this man with amnesia yeah. having a baby. Also, I felt like in 126, the transition from the end of 125, which was really good and really dramatic, where it's like everyone, it's just the two out it's just Uranus and Neptune and they've clearly got the sh- shit beaten out of them and their their Fuku are all like yeah. torn up and dirty and burned and it's really good and then Sailor Moon emerges sort of like in a trance holding a holding baby. a baby holding the baby Hotaru like she just stole it which, from a store I see I actually but I actually liked that image a lot like that yeah it's not a bad image but it's just such a weird it's such a weird transition from like this big dramatic thing right right to, to suddenly like, at the beginning of the next episode yeah. it's like all the it's like you see Uranus and Neptune for a second I'm not clear how they got the baby and yeah. then the, the inners all like suddenly come like crawling out of the rubble and they're like hey guys we're here too yeah um, and then we immediately go to Mamoru's house to check, yeah, on, to Chibi check on Chibiusa so I actually thought because I knew that 127 was just like a tag episode about Chibiusa I had to stop the episode and be like, oh, it must have skipped to the next one because I figured it would have picked uh, up where we left off, but yeah. I was incorrect. No, yeah. Plus, they all uh, you'll notice mm-hmm. uh, our favorite joke, which is that uh, the outer senji just live in a coffee shop. They moved in there with that oh baby. Oh my god, that was they so moved in funny, with the baby. dude. If you guys have not watched the Sailor Moon S movie, uh, Uranus and Neptune and uh, and Pluto, yeah, they yeah, all spend. Yeah. The whole freaking movie just sitting in a coffee shop. Yeah, we if think they're, they're not, ho- if they're not fighting, they're in, they're in the Starbucks. Yeah, they they're live. literally either like transformed and battling, or they are at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know that barista too. As soon as he saw the two of them walk in, he was like, "Oh no!" And then, and then. Her- Haruka moves out of the way and Michiru has the baby and he's like, no, 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 work like you can't just give them responsibility right like a, away? like a baby no you, <laughs> right. you can't do that and also that's not how hospitals work they're not gonna put a crib in his hospital room yeah no so he can take care of that baby <laughs> like, well listen i at this point i'm impressed that jubon even has a hospital that so, is so true. <laughs> and, then, and then they take it one step further and just plot that baby right in his injured arm oh my, oh god. my god he is well, bandaged all the way up well, his it's body those, it would be one thing if like you Here's got, a baby. It would Bonk. be it would be one thing if you got the sense that there had been like a long passage of time yeah. and Tomoe was being released from the hospital yeah. being like fully healed, but no, he's no. in a wheelchair yeah. and he doesn't know where he I is. Thought, he's bandaged <laughs> and I thought we were bringing the baby for a visit. Yes, I right. thought it was a visit. Same. I thought we your slowly dad. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someday your dad's gonna be better and you're gonna be older and you two yeah. can be together again. But nope, here you go. Here's yep. a baby. Oh, uh, and then like this when baby's they walk, cramping our style. But enjoy. when they walk into the hospital room, the look, the way he's drawn, he looks so demented. He looks like he's going to eat that yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't trust a man with that expression to hold a child no yeah also i i would like to thank i wouldn't trust a man with that expression to hold my wallet <laughs> or uh, a sandwich nothing also thank you uh to the entire internet for correcting us oh on, yes about, uh, about, about, the fate of baby about the fate of baby hotaru <laughs> uh i well i obviously need to trust my memories better because i yeah. thought that he lived 
but it was so stupid. <laughs> See, that's why we blocked it out. It's because him living is so yeah. dumb. Well, and also, like, there is that nice... I, I, I thought it was a nice scene of, uh, of Haruka and Michiru being at the cafe with... Little that baby Hotaru, where yeah. like Michiru's like feeding her a bottle, and, and they're like, "Oh, we yeah, could like be our it, life. yeah." It seemed like they were gonna be this cute little like yeah. lesbian family, but <laughs> but apparently no, we're gonna give yeah. it to a give nah. the baby a, to a dude with head because yeah. we're so close to being the perfect lesbian power couple. Yeah, no, it's so funny because I for they're all dressed that, for it for all that you know when you compare <laughs> one twenty, they were. oh my god, they really are though, <laughs> honey, honey, we're maternal now. Amp oh up God. those shoulder pads. Yes. Oh, here, hold on. Let me put your hair into a sloppy ponytail. Perfect. Quick, quick, quick. Let me put on a, let me put on a turtleneck quick. and a silk hold scarf. Hold on. Hold on. Do I resemble Murphy Brown enough? <laughs> no. You could have a wider blazer. Good. How about now? Perfect. Just yes. enough Murphy Brown. You could, Kids, Google Murphy Brown. You could wear your pants a little higher on your waist. A couple more pleats. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's the skinny belt to go with yes. that. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Forget we have waists, honey. Forget we have waists. But neither of us gave birth to this child. No waists. <laughs> None. Not. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is for all that, when you compare 125 to, like, how stuff goes down in Sailor Moon Crystal in terms of, like, the final battle with Pharaoh 90 and the, the appearance of Sailor Saturn, it seems a little anticlimactic. Like, overall, I actually really liked 125, yeah. and I felt that it kept this nice, serious tone, and it was very, uh, you know... Uh, it was very somber, and and yeah. I, I just, I, I liked we, it. Once we start getting into the battle, right? like, I mean, parts of it are dumb, but mm. overall, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, good. I, and 125 didn't try to pull any punches and have any dumb, yeah. jokey moments. Like, once once we start releasing Mistress, like, once Mistress 9 gets here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 90s, it's all it pretty, really, no, it's it pretty really, solid. No, it really is pretty good. Um, But then it's like, to go... <laughs> To go from this sort of breakneck pace and this nonstop action and this very serious battle of 125 to one like the the transition to 126 felt very weird it, to me. It also does the thing that uh, was really frustrating about season one, mm -hmm. which is like dramatic, dramatic, dramatic. Anyway, now it's back to our normal day. Yeah, I mean, I will say that uh, they didn't have they didn't try to pull any like dumb jokes for the most part, which I which I did appreciate. But I just it felt like they had built up this nice momentum. Mm -hmm. So why didn't we just immediately go from here's Sailor Moon and the baby to then having the battle with Uranus and Neptune? Like, yeah, the, fact, yeah. like the fact that Uranus and Neptune were like, well, we got this baby. We're going to return her to her dad. Now we got to go kick Sailor Moon's ass. Like that made <laughs> yeah. no so weird. sense to me. So we slowed the whole episode yeah. down. And we did the back to normal montage of like mm -hmm. sending the kid off to school. Yeah. Yep. We're we going to Oh, hey, P.S., could you meet us? Because we're going to fight you after school. Because yeah. here's the thing is I think in theory I like the battle with Uranus and Neptune. If it's placed properly. If it were placed oh. properly. Because but, then, but the outcome of that battle is see, dumb, it is, No, no, no. The outcome of that battle is really dumb. But if they had placed it, if they'd gone right into that battle because Uranus and Neptune were already mad, you know, about yeah. the fact that 
Usagi had allowed Mistress Nine to live, and yeah. then Sailor Saturn showed up. Like that would have made sense because the emotions were running but high. But then she literally would have had to be like, it, and if it were a battle to be like, "Fuck, we gotta yeah. murder that baby," that would have made yeah. sense. But the other, th- but it, but it would have had to be a different kind of battle, though. Yes, because it would have had to be people just overheated mm. with emotions. Yes, but having, but Neptune straight up pulls a mean girl. I know. Where she yeah. puts her arm behind her shoulders, like, "Get her, babe, get her, yeah. get her," yeah. and I'm like. That's not a... And then, like, no, her, her... That's not cool. And her finishing move... Like, Usagi's finishing move isn't anything impressive. She basically lights a flare and just yeah. blinds them really quick and gets I, out of the way. Yeah, and they're was, like, you passed the test. Yeah. It's like, what test? Uh, yeah. A I, test of what? As I say, like... A test if, of you being shitty friends? If it had been a... We were in, you know, the heightened emotion of battle and... And here's this baby that is clearly Hotaru and is Here, going to hold turn. Hold on, Jupiter, hold my baby. Yeah, I'm fight somebody. Yeah. yeah, literally hold my if baby. If it had just been, if because... it had been Uranus and Usagi, and everyone else was like, back up, they got to figure this out for themselves. Right. Oh yeah, Neptune wouldn't have but even had to fight. That, the fact that it's two against one. Oh, and everyone and just Mamaru. stands back. Oh my god, like, Because the inner guardians are ready to fight. Like they've transformed first, and they're yeah. like, Usagi, what the fuck? Get in here. And then Usagi's like, fine, I guess we're fighting. And then Tuxedo Master. Shows up, throws a rose, and is like, hey, sometimes you gotta kick each other's asses before you really hash it out heart to heart. Also, don't help her. She's fine. And yeah. she's cowering on the ground. It just... <laughs> it's it, weird. It felt like someone getting beat up after school by the mean girls. Yeah. And then they just are like, you passed the test of getting beat up. Congratulations. Now we look up to you as a queen. Bye. And you're like, What? And then yeah. they drive off in a car on an infinite bridge into the middle of well, the ocean. And also, they made it sound like, like literally, the the translation on Hulu was, "We have one thing left to do before we leave this planet." So, what, where are they, they going? A, do they have a spaceship? Like, yeah, the car just lifts off and zooms into space, <laughs> like Greece, like the end of Greece, yeah, but yeah. into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, two lesbians in a car on a bridge to the middle of the ocean is very Utina. Uh, that is very true. But, and I mean, it is Kuriki Kuhara, so, so like, that all kind of makes sense. Right. But, oh, yeah. can we talk about the fact that inexplicably for about 10 seconds, Usagi had the biggest hands in the world? Yes! <laughs> oh my god, you're, I noticed that too! The giant hands! I screamed during, in fear! It was during the time when all of the uh, inners were like, they're like, are you just going to let them stand around and call you a crybaby? And she was like, well... I am one, and for some reason, her hands are just like. Chill. I feel like it. I feel like it was supposed to be a perspective shot, but it wasn't drawn well enough. No, it was not. The so note I wrote like, down was just, just uh, slap them, slap them with your giant hands. Yeah, and you'll win the, it's because like a, they're so big. It reminded me of the rock biter from Neverending Story. Yes. Yes. they look like big, if strong she, hands. If she swatted them, they yeah. would just spin off into the sea. She'd be like, <laughs> "Well, solve that." Yeah. It it was oh, oh goodness! It was very confusing, but as I said, it's like again, if they had been like, "Oh, we gotta murder this baby," because that would have been in line with their motivations from the whole time. And I also feel like in the '90s anime, we never reached an understanding no. with the outers. They just stopped, like stopped they, trying to kill no, the baby. They, exactly. They just like never. They never became a team. There was never the whole thing with Haruka being like, "All I've ever wanted to do is protect yeah. you, Usagi." Like. Uh, they didn't have. They didn't get as into their whole mm-hmm. sad backstory of being also, on the outskirts of the universe. How did they get, the baby? How did no, they get the baby? No, I have literally no idea. Because we go from Usagi 
like descending, holding the baby. Holding the baby. Right, and then the other girls crawling out of the rubble. Yeah. And, and then goes, we go, holy shit, a baby. Mm-hmm. And then we go straight to Chibiusa, right? Yeah. yeah. So how did, we just handed these murderous people a baby that they've Apparently. been trying to kill all season? Apparently. What the fuck? I don't. <laughs> what is anybody, everybody's bad at their job. I feel job. like Sailor Moon was blacked out. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, because when they're all with Chibiusa, they're like, oh yeah, we think Kotaru's probably still alive. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, apparently we forgot and about I'm the like, baby. And I'm like, did they not? see the baby like did your innocent so we you know you see her descending with the baby you, you see super sailor moon yeah. this is and then your innocent neptune just like did they just like sneak attack and disappear he before just, like, swooped in and took the, the other baby. girls showed up like like jareth and labyrinth yeah, just yeah, like exactly. swoop take the baby yeah it's the 30th anniversary of labyrinth by the way forget <laughs> how, how fitting is exactly. that exactly forget about, about the, the baby, baby. <laughs> But fun fact, I did get married to Jim Henson. Yay! Yay! So 30th anniversary of Labyrinth, oddly fitting. Yep, totally. But yeah, no, straight up, they they King Jared that (laughs) shit and just took the baby. Yeah, it made, I just, I, yeah, as I say, like. Sloppy. It was sloppy. It It was so sloppy. Literally, if they had just flip-flopped the events of this episode and changed the motivation in the battle, this would have been great. And then, like, Pluto appears to Chibiusa in the oh, park. Oh, that was weird. Like, Hamlet's dad's ghost. Avenge <laughs> yep. me. Avenge me. Avenge me, Chibiusa. Holy, <laughs> Holy shit, Dad. Poisoned yes, in my me. orchard. <laughs> I was poisoned in my orchard, Chibiusa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it, we started just reimagining hamlet with like chibiusa and like maybe it was very bizarre maybe she convinces momo to yeah, drown herself I was, gonna say, like- <laughs> I was gonna say because like it's true like pluto does just appear to her and pluto's the one who's like yes hotaru has been reborn yeah you must go to the dagoma system <laughs> seek out master yoda oh my god he will so show you the ways of the force so many old man ghosts coming to tell us what to do yep ben ben <laughs> pluto <laughs> dad dad what Mufasa! Yeah. Also, even as a baby, Hotaru cannot escape being dressed up like a clown. No. I know. What the hell, man? If you are under the age of 10, someone is going to dress you up like a clown. <laughs> and you can't yeah. do anything to stop it. She looked it. like a weird combination of like a clown and also Sweet Pea from the Popeye cartoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what people are doing to children. Yeah, I don't I understand. Just it. Take the ruffles off those off their collars. They all have. They all have. An, and the same thing happens with Chibiusa's nightgown. They just have these bizarre clown costumes. Yeah, it's like when I see babies with the like like little babies with those headbands on their heads. Yeah, those get it bra- off there. Those brain hugger yeah. things. I'm like, they don't need that. Take it off. Get that yeah. off of there. Take that off. Their it heads. also really bothered me that Professor Tomoy lived and was amnesic. I don't know I don't why like that. that I that bothered me so much, but I just was like. That's too fucking convenient. It you is know too what I convenient. Mean? Like you need to live with what you've done, Professor Tomoe. Exactly. Take responsibility yeah. for your actions. If you're gonna be alive, at least remember how <laughs> yeah. awful you were. Yeah. Have them bring the baby to the house, and he's like, "No, don't bring her here. I don't deserve her." That would have been cool. And they're like, "But no, you're mm-hmm. free now. You can build a life together. This yeah. is the perfect time." Yes. That and I would have been, been and I would have been fine with him keeping the baby. Like. In theory, I don't mind that Professor Tomoe lives. I mind that he lives and has amnesia and is like, whatever, I just yeah. get to start over and not worry about yeah. it. Uh, one of my one of my family's favorite jokes is the line from While You Were Sleeping mm-hmm. when they're in the hospital and Peter Gallagher's character has oh, amnesia. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. and the nurse says, I brought you some jello. And he looks mm. at them and he goes, Do, Do I, I like jello? Mm. And the nurse goes, Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like that's what he's like, they're like, This is your baby. And he's like, 
do I like this baby? Yeah. And they're like, but that's, uh-huh. I mean, that's the thing is, I, I just feel like the 90s anime. They wanted to absolve, every, there had to be a black and white yeah. thing. Everybody who's good has to be good, and everybody who's evil has to be evil. Right, There's because, no in between. Because in the 90s anime, you know, they, they do make it rather clear that Professor Tomoe was not a bad person until he got possessed by, like, the mm-hmm. Daimon and was serving Pharaoh 90 and all that jazz. But it just... It's it's that same it's that thing that I love so much about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon mm-hmm. and that I love about Sailor Moon Crystal especially what they did with Prince Demond last season where these characters even though they were under the influence of some evil mind control magic like they still Mm-hmm. Well, with Demond's in Demond's case, he like made the choice. Yeah, he was sort of being controlled by Wise Man, and that like Wise Man gave like him some additional an, powers. That was an after thing. It was. It he was. He put his lot in there pretty mm-hmm. early, and mm-hmm. then Wise Man was like, "There's the one. That's yeah. the one that I get to yeah. manipulate." Yeah, no, totally. But he and, was on board from the yeah, start. Yeah, but he. But the thing is, like with Demond, especially, it's like you got the sense that he was in fact more being manipulated than actual mind controlled. Whereas yeah. like the Shitano were supposed to have actually been like mind controlled by Beryl and Queen Metalia. Well, and Beryl. Was being controlled by Metalia anyway. Yeah, but she already had negativity <clears throat> there, and that's why she was so easy to prey upon. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but it's uh, it, it was just one of those things where, like, I love that, especially you know, in Pretty Guardian, there is this sense of, especially you know, with Jedi, that he is living with the decisions that he like, even though it wasn't his choice. Right. He's like, I still did these things. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's what makes, I mean, spoilers if you're watching The 100 and you're not caught up, but that's like the great thing about yeah. The 100 mm-hmm. with all the mind control mm-hmm. stuff is that when the people snap out of it, they remember. Mm-hmm. They remember every they person remember they everything. killed, mm-hmm. everyone they crucified. Uh, Abby remembers torturing her own daughter. Right, yeah. right. And that is a thing that they have to live with now, even though it wasn't them, they, mm-hmm. still, they still did it and they still yeah. have feelings about it. And that's and way com- more interesting than just way, to give them all Yeah, than to like wipe it clean. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally. Well, that's not agree. how human beings work. Period. Mm. Anyway, mm. when you do something, I mean, everybody has done something awful that they regret, yeah. and you have to live with that. And, yeah, and that's just mm-hmm. how life works. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, kids. The '90s are lying to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, again, it's like as I say, they just shy away from that sense of responsibility and the fact that like people are can be bad you know what i yeah. mean like they sometimes people just choose to be bad people <clears throat> yeah they're not yeah not everybody's nice yeah people are not nice yeah, yeah. And, and again i mean you know we talked about it at length too of like with professor tomoy specifically that like not all parents are perfect oh yeah but not all parents love their but kids. like in the in on the bright side in the ending of crystal in the manga it's like hotaru is getting a new family yeah, and yeah. it's like they are not related yeah. to her by blood, but they are. But they're absolutely her family. Mm-hmm. They're going to raise her as their own child, oh and God. yeah, they're going to be the most yeah. beautiful triple lesbian parents. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. And spoilers: they go live in a nice ass mansion. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they've got patrons, exactly. they, and now that they've got a third, yeah, Buku patrons. I will say, I will say, um, there was one. Uh, scene in the manga there so they i feel like sailor moon crystal i loved the final battle in crystal so much more than i did in the manga because they took a lot more time on it Mm -hmm. they also stopped this episode about three or four pages i want to say before that manga act ends Mm -hmm. because 
basically right after the final battle and right after the Outer Guardians all go away, that's really where this story arc ends. And then uh, the other half of this chapter is the beginning of the dream arc, technically. Yeah, because the, the bell was ringing right. and everything like that. Right, right. And, and you know, if you if you do read the manga, um, you'll find that you actually see Pegasus. Um, and he's like, oh, fair maiden. And then Chibiusa and Usagi fight over who he's talking to. They're like, oh, he's totally talking to me. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> that, now that, <laughs> excuse me, I am proof that you are no longer a maiden. He's talking to me. It's so true. I, as much as their bickering sometimes really gets on my nerves, I think that mm. uh, the honest response that any room full of women would have if a pegasus or a unicorn or a mermaid or anybody yeah. anything up and was like beautiful princess i'm here everyone be like me 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 i am the i will have this unicorn yeah so uh but but what i liked is that because you know they they didn't do the whole act of the manga they really spent a lot of time on that final battle with Pharaoh 90 mm-hmm. and like what was going down with Sailor Saturn. And again, I am at the mercy of translations. And thank you. I think it was Dildi Otaku um, sent us a long explanation of the fact that it is actually Death Reborn Revolution. Yeah. Okay. But the kanji is really, really similar. To Ribbon? Yes. Oh. Oh. Well, that's a funny mm-hmm. happenstance. That yep. is really strange. Uh, yeah. What a wacky yeah, happenstance. Yeah, they're very, very similar. They're... As I said, the Ribbon thing didn't bother me because that's what it was in, P- in uh, Sailor Moon Another Story. Yeah. That um, the kanji would be very similar to a yeah. word that in English is also very similar to yeah. the other word. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So the, or, so yeah, the way it's written is, is very, very okay. similar. Huh. Um, uh, or, or or maybe it was the because they probably spell it out in, in mm. Katakana. It, it was probably the Katakana, which which would make perfect sense because that would be the phonetic mm-hmm. pronunciation mm. of because Katakana is the uh, it's, what it's you the use alphabet for words. yeah for foreign words. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's very very similar. So it makes perfect sense that it was mistranslated. Um, and also there are legitimate ribbons involved in the attack. Yeah, yeah. So, the attack looks like it has ribbons. Yeah, as I say, death death ribbon revolution definitely does not bother me. I'm, I'm uh, happy even though way. Other, even though other people were like losing their goddamn minds over it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. We have. <laughs> we have attacks called gentle uterus, gentle uterus, and, and also coconut, coconut cyclone. cyclone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Coconut cyclone. Yes. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, it does not involve any yeah. coconuts. Nope. I was gonna say death ribbon actually sounds pretty badass. It sounds pretty it's a it. death ribbon. Yeah, it's stylish and fatal. <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> yep, but it won't stay in your hair. Um, no. But but again, it's like obviously I am at the mercy of the translations that I am reading. But uh, though I will say uh, I have been rewatching. Uh, the I, I think it was Sunrise released the released Gundam Wing on DVD. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think they so. did. And because uh, they're the ones releasing uh, Iron Blooded. Yeah. Okay. So that's totally what it was. So those those DVDs, the translations are terrible. They're on Gundam so Wing. bad. Yeah. Like they'll say things and it'll be like, "Be careful," and, and they translate it to something completely different. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh, like. Uh, it's when like Hiro rips up Relina's invitation oh, and she yeah. goes Hidoi, which means like it's too cruel, like it's cr- how cruel. Yeah. But they translated it as like, what? Like, it, was, it makes no sense. I was like, oh come on! Like I don't even speak that much Japanese, and I know this is wrong. Yeah. But as I say, so I am I am at the mercy of the translations, of course. But I felt like what went down with Saturn in Crystal was sort of more similar to the end of. Nouveau Voyage, yeah. where you, f- where it's like, 
I'm going to end the universe, but I'm going to do so in this closed off Mm -hmm. time space door thing. And I'm just going to end your universe trapped in this time space that never should have existed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas in the manga, again, Mercy of the Translation, it seems like she does end the world, but then Sailor Moon revives everything. Hmm. Yeah, I, I felt like the way that the way that it was presented in Crystal felt to me like, um, uh, um, oh, uh, Civil War. Uh, what was the latest Captain America movie called? It was Civil, Civil War. War. Thank you. My brain, my brain glitched out. I was like, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of like at the beginning when the bomb goes off mm-hmm. and they just have to put it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I felt like yeah. she was ending, ending yeah. a world. Yeah. But because he had started to try to go back to his world, mm-hmm. she was like, well, I've already hit the kill switch, yes. but I can put the grenade over here. Yes, yeah. and that's and that's 100% very clearly what happened in Nouveau Voyage, and that is what I felt happened here as well. Yeah, because and she it, gets Pluto involved, and Pluto, like, Yeah, and I mean, I mean the everything. manga, like, Pluto does the exact same thing, but I, I, I think maybe it was just a better translation in Crystal, maybe. Um... But I, I mean, obviously, like, there was a lot of damage done to the Earth, and Usagi, like, fixes all of that. But it wasn't that Saturn herself did all the damage. It was that Pharaoh 90 had done the, yeah, da- yeah. the damage. All right. of Saturn's damage was on the <clears throat> other side of the door. Right, exactly. And and Saturn's attack was 100% focused on Pharaoh 90. Like, yeah. she hurt him to the point that he's like, I'm going to retreat. And she's like, I'm going with you, bitch. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're going up there? Is that your home? And he's like, yes, <clears throat> I'm going to my home. And she's like, that home right there? Uh, no, you're not. Dead. Yeah. That, home, that home's gone. You, bet, yeah. you go back home to your nest because I'm going to follow you and I'm going to blow it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say I got really emotional when Saturn told Pluto to, like, close the door. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was really upsetting. And Pluto was like, N- no. Yeah. Like, oh, it was so sad. She started crying. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was very, very emotional. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, thank you, uh, at Bunny Cartoon on uh, Twitter for screen capping the uh, last frame of the opening credits, which now includes Sailor Saturn. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, I didn't yep. even notice that. Yeah, she's standing backwards and she's holding the silence glaive. Oh, and yeah, nice. it's really badass. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I saw that screen cap before I watched the episode, and so I was looking for it, and I but I still got really really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I love the way that they handle. Sailor Saturn, and I I love that you see sort of this acknowledgement. I I felt even more so in Crystal than in the manga of her sort of like recognizing Chibiusa and that there is this part of Hotaru in her, which is what made her like make the choice to essentially rescue her friend, like rescue Mm -hmm. the existence in which her friend lives. Yeah, she sacrifices herself. Yeah, yeah. And like in a much more dramatic way. Well, she has that speech about how, like, mm-hmm. I am death and destruction, but you are hope and light. Yes. When she's talking to Well, but to she's Sailor also, Moon. but she also says, you know, that death out of, there can be no rebirth without death. Yeah. So you have to get to the end to have a new beginning. Right. It's a, it's a very beautiful Eastern look. It is. It is. Very, it, is it is a very Eastern and, look uh, at the world. I, I, I like that they just commit to it now. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it, they're not like backing away from it. It's like something must die so that something must live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can put the death somewhere else, but uh, something will die so that something can be reborn. Yep. Yeah. And you cannot exist without me and I cannot exist without you. Yeah. That like there is this sort of eternal cycle of Sailor Saturn and Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have like the deity of destruction 
and then like the savior the, of the creation. The savior of creation. Yeah. 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 The well, and it's interesting because like they don't really uh like harp on this whole Messiah thing. Not until in... the not until Mamaru realizes what his vision was. Yes, exactly. Because Mamaru Well, because Mamaru is the one who has a, a vision of the Messiah, the deity of death. I love that he has that super feminine like premonition. Yeah, ability. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. It's always the girl power to have like I I foretell things. And he's the one who's like, My vision. Yeah. Or besides Teresius, is there any other male, um, like, oh, like, seer, seer, in Greek, yeah, in Greek, like in Greek mythology, like a, a foresight yeah. type? Besides, um, Ter- yeah, like besides Teresius, yeah, I think there are a few. Because but... I only really know about like it's... besides him, I only know of um, all all the women oracles. No, I'm sure that there. I'm sure that there are some more. I can't think of any but off I, the top of my head. But I, it uh, tends to be coded I as think, a woman as a more thing. of a, a yeah, female thing because the Oracle of Delphi was always female, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I just love that he gets like the traditionally. You know, anytime there's a superpower team, uh, like Jean Grey is going to be oh, the yeah, one that has she's like the one with the all visions. the crazy future visions. Uh, it's it's usually a female character that gets the yeah. visions, and it's usually a male character who is like the harbinger of death. Yeah. Like yeah. the, the the atom bomb character, mm-hmm. the death character is usually. I mean, feel free to correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. No, it's very true. No, but to, to get to get, grant the foresight to a man and to grant the weapons abilities, like right, the major right. weapons abilities to young female characters, is just, I love it. It's such. It's why we like this show. It's so refreshing. Yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. And and the other thing too is that you know with with Mamaru often having some of those more kind of feminine powers and qualities, but at the same time, like, he embodies them in a Jean Grey sort of way. Like, I always liked Jean a lot because she was, like, a woman, but she was incredibly powerful and Mm -hmm. capable. And I I feel like Mamoru in, in, like, Salem and Crystal is absolutely the same way. I mean, it's just, you see this crazy juxtaposition watching these two episodes back to back of the tuxedo mask who is out there supporting her. He is in the fight. He is, like, very in tune with the earth and what's going He's on. shielding in, Chibiusa right, from instead of like Right, instead of Tuxedo Mask throwing a rose and being like, yeah, she's got to fight this battle on her own. So, yeah. like, back It's off. two against one, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the worst. I know. I can't believe any of us had crushes on him. Well, I think uh, I think my favorite part of um, of watching this mm-hmm. with Kelby is in watching uh, the Crystal episode when uh, he realizes that the Earth is going to be destroyed. And she goes, "Oh no, that's his planet." Well, because he seems oh, really yeah. sad about it. It was so genuine. I, I like, they're gonna break all his stuff. He's in charge of that because it's like that. That's his planet, and he's in tune with it. So I just imagine him feeling it. I just imagine Probably. him yeah. being aware of like. What's happening on a way different level than everybody else? Do you think anytime somebody like cuts down a really old tree, do you think he just gets like a pang in his heart? Oh, that makes me yes. sad. Absolutely. That makes me really sad. When people but, uh, like burn the rainforest, he's like, ah, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I just, yeah, I, I really liked the way that everything went down with uh, the destruction of Pharaoh ninety and Saturn sacrificing herself, and very awesome. Then you know, being reborn as little baby Hotaru. Yeah. And, baby Hotaru. Though I, I've got to tell you guys, Sailor Moon Crystal is afraid of nudity in a way that the manga is not. That is oh a, yeah, that baby got a blanket. That is a naked baby. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that uh, unlike the babies that we have seen in the nineties, mm. this baby's uh, swaddled up was not nude. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. 
was not a nude baby. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked it to be a nude baby, though. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't make any sense that she was, like, all swaddled. I think if she was going to have any swaddling, it should just be, like, scraps of her uniform. Sure, yeah. I would have been into that. I would have been into that. If they were going to be really weird. But, guys, it's a baby. It's a baby. Baby's baby's gonna be you naked. You could strategically yeah. draw a knee if it really. Well, that was. Like, the, I mean, she was strategically you. naked in the in the manga, but yeah. she was yeah. definitely a little I, naked baby. I really liked that Usagi had the reaction that the audience would have, which is, is that a baby? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that baby? Um, Who is that baby? I, I so I can't remember somebody on Twitter was, was like, like, holy shit, a baby! <laughs> someone on Twitter was like, oh come on, she doesn't know who that baby is. Like, <laughs> well, no, a lot of weird shit's gone down Although, today. To be fair. She did not. I mean, we know that 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 she, oh, she was going to turn into a baby. But <clears throat> Sailor Moon has not seen this grown people die and come back immediately as babies. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as she knows, there's just a baby happens to be around <laughs> and did I not like, get killed during this no. fight, like and they think, don't know where the mom is. I like to think for a split second, because the baby does descend right, like in a ball of light, and then poop. There's a baby. Like the ball uh, of light becomes the baby. Kinda. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, more so or less. I like to think that she saw that happen and came upon this baby and was like. Oh God! Is this another one of mine? <laughs> Did I have another one? I can't do two of these. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still um, working on the one. <laughs> I, we that is just, fair. I just got my, my yeah. pre-baby body back. <laughs> I'm going back she, to work. She could have uh, very easily uh, uh, envisioned that this was another child of hers who had come from the future. <laughs> yeah. That is totally fair. Yeah. I will say. Uh, and also so, the baby has dark hair, so it could be taking weight yeah, more no, after, after Mamoru. Mamoru. Yeah, somewhere, definitely. somewhere there's a version of this show where uh, Neo Queen Serenity has like ten kids, and she's just down on earth, being like, "I gotta go to high school." No, no, no! Yeah. There's so many babies here. Why doesn't anybody stop me in the future? <laughs> Why is nobody putting a stop to this in the future? I have to go to college. Uh, Did they run out of IUDs in the future? We don't have that. Listen, guys, out. there was some major world crisis, so you there's never no know. crystal you birth never control. Know. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah, and yeah, and so you know the outer guardians all take uh, little baby Hotaru. I did love that they disappeared in like a flourish of rose petals. Oh yeah, well they took yeah. a. They've been learning from Mamoru. Yes, in the manga they just sort of like fade out of existence. It's really weird, Do but like, I, but I liked and I I felt like in Crystal it was that they looked away and then the next second they were gone kind of yeah. thing, which made a lot more sense. I feel to like me. if anybody can disappear in a flourish of petals, it would be yeah, it's it would three. it would be those three oh, yeah. absolutely. But there is a scene after this in the manga where they're all wearing terribly fashionable bell outfits and they go to the um condos where they were living and find their homes completely abandoned oh yeah because yeah i missed that scene i know why they cut it they cut it so they could spend more time on the battle and there could be more like there was there was a lot more setup in it and i also liked that Again, we got all those nice frames of like the inners and outers mixed amongst each other and mm-hmm. like feeling the same feelings. And again, it's that it's that sense of this cohesive team yeah. that the nineties anime is totally missing. Uh, Although the nineties really wanted us to go back to the <laughs> destruction side of Mugen Academy in not so fashionable mm-hmm. outfits. Yeah. Oh my god, those outfits are oh, yeah, so, so bad. bad. Jupiter uh, Jupiter was on her way to play sports for the local sports team at uh, the sporting arena of not, some sort. Yeah. Of some unfashionable sports yeah. team because the orange and then the green hat mm-hmm. and then like 
Jeez. the mom jeans. It's like, girl, yep. no. Yeah. Softball mom. I found it was uh, at Cluestick on uh, Twitter who said, I know Usagi is supposed to be a little dumb, but did she really need to ask who that baby was? <laughs> it was almost like uh, a who's that Pokemon. Yeah. Who's that who's baby? Who's that baby? <laughs> it's Hotaru. Go, go, Gaga. Yeah. So I, as I say, like I, I missed that scene, but it wasn't necessary. necessary. Uh, and and the scene with uh, Usagi and Mamoru, like, bringing Chibiusa to potentially return to the future was a lot more, like, silly in the manga. It was, like, she, like, climbed up on Mamoru. She's like, Mamoru, carry me. And he's, like, she, like, climbs up on his shoulders and he's, like, <laughs> carrying her upside down. And he's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, and they reference the fact that, like, we haven't seen Luna P at all this story arc. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's like, no, nah, it's cool. It's packed in my backpack. So, like, I, I sort of missed yeah. some of that. Um, but, uh... But I mean, but again, it was like it was very minor changes, and the the silliness didn't bother me as much as that scene that I completely understand why they cut. It's just yeah. I I like them like showing up, being like, uh, they're totally gone. They're they're yeah. really not here. We have no idea where they've gone to. They've taken and, a baby, and they're all just like, you know what? We're gonna see them again. Mm-hmm. They're our allies. We'll see them when they want us. Yeah, to see yeah. Them. And that and that scene was perfectly well. Ex- that that idea came across perfectly well, rather with them just being like at the battleground as yeah. well. So, uh, yes. But then uh, Chibiusa decides that she is going to return to the future. To the future, and she's gonna go on this one very specific day, April first. Uh, hold on, I have to find who tweeted this at us because it was amazing. Um, yep. Uh, I will find it. I just like that, like, they're gonna, they're going, and they're like, oh, yeah, there's a solar eclipse. And everybody's like, oh, a solar eclipse. I'm like, guys, astronomy never works out well for us. It's not good. No. We shouldn't be excited about a well, well, solar and, eclipse. Well, and Usagi, like, knows right away. She's like, the moon completely blocks out the sun. Like, like this is not. That doesn't sound good. Not going to be okay. Anytime planets do things they don't normally do or the yes. sun moves somewhere in a way that is is not a common yep. thing yep. that means something spooky is going to show up and try to kick our asses. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I found it, though. It was uh, so basically, um, Chibi, you say that the, after the eye catch, it opens up with, which now included all yes, of the Outer Guardians, I which is really that. cool. Um, but after the eye catch, Chibiusa is basically reading, you're, you're hearing a narration of a letter that Chibiusa has written to her parents in the future about coming home. Coming home. Uh, and uh, at Gyoza no Hime says, uh, this episode confirms all my fantasies about Chibiusa writing home. Dear mom and dad, yesterday I was m- almost, uh, yesterday I was murdered by my possessed BFF. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is what happened. Yeah. So but I, she got unmurdered, though. No. <laughs> but it was better. I feel like, like with her mom's history, though, that is just mm-hmm. standard. Like, oh, I remember the first time I got murdered by yeah. a possessed friend of mine. Yeah. Honey, do you remember that? Yeah. I think it was. It was you. you. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh Ooh, about it oh, now. It was, <laughs> what, what a there time! In this what a time! Who hasn't murdered me at least once while possessed by evil? Yeah. That guy. There's like one guy just like mopping the floor. He's like, uh, definitely was me a couple of times. Yeah. We've been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great. And I like too that, you know, we got the nice sort of comedy aspect that they've brought into this season of Crystal more so than they did in the previous seasons. Yeah. 
uh, with the girls all like talking about how they were in high school now. And I like too that, you know, because that was something, that was part of the formula in Sailor Moon S was this constantly studying for high school entrance exams. Like that was happening like throughout all of Sailor Moon S. It was always, we went back to, we're all studying at Ray's, we're trying to get into Mm -hmm. high school, blah, 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 blah. And like we don't really harp on that they're just like cool we're in high school now like we're getting older yeah obviously at some point we studied for entrance exams and now minako is going to school with us this is really exciting we have these cute new uniforms well, they did kind of foreshadow a little bit of what's going to come in the i know about talking what they're wanting for their lives now yeah. that they're going to be in high school yeah well and also when they ask ray they're like oh ray what club are you going to be in and she's like oh i already joined archery mm. <laughs> i was because she goes to a catholic school i had this one funny moment they're gonna be like what club are you going to? And she was going to go, mass. <laughs> for three hours. I mean, that would have been spectacular. It's mandatory. <laughs> Enjoy manga club, you dicks. Yep. I have yeah. to take catechism. Yep. Uh, oh, my God, manga club. That made me so happy, oh, by I the know. way. I'm going to go to manga club so I can read all the manga. Yeah, yep. I'm like, yep. Goals. That's yep. That's exactly how it works. Because well, and Minako was my favorite part of that. That where she's like, yes, manga's way more important than studying. <laughs> it's true. I get uh, along. I would get along very well with Minako I'm in school. Feeling that way <laughs> She'd be right like, now. Hey, we're both underachievers. Yeah. Let's just plan on being famous someday. Exactly. And I'd be like, that's a great idea. That's a great let's plan. Let's get math and practice lip syncing. Yes. Meanwhile, me and, and Ami would be stressing in a corner of being like, why isn't anybody else studying? Everyone needs yeah. to study. But then I would also cry when I didn't understand math and she'd have to tutor me. Yeah. See, I feel like student-wise, I'm kind of like Jupiter, where like she's, cl- like she's smart and she's good at school. Yeah. But it's not something that's like constantly stressing her out like yeah. she's she's just smart and she's she just does well in yeah. school and she's like i got other stuff yeah she, i got on. other stuff going on yeah yeah that's she's i like, feel I'm like that's kind totally kind of an orphan yeah kinda, i was definitely not an orphan she's uh. like, I'm kind of an orphan i kind of you know understand the value of, of life and i'm not gonna mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm not gonna waste my time worrying about school yeah it's so, true yeah it's like whatever i'm gonna go to school i'm gonna do my thing but like i got goals man yeah and, <laughs> i have a dream yeah yeah <laughs> No, I, I, in school, fairly early on, was basically like, because uh, I, I had already decided I wanted to go to school for theater, so I was like, I don't need math. Like, <laughs> See, I was a teacher's kid, and I uh, felt like I had to be good all the time. See, I made the mistake of figuring out really early on that I could con my way and do a barely passing grade in most <laughs> math classes, uh, and... Uh, so nobody figured out that I was numerically uh, dyslexic. dyslexic, dyscalculia is yes. what it's called. And uh, so I was like, and then my mom started to tell me, oh, you got to be careful because you're going to have to go take this stuff in college. And then I figured out that once you, uh, you need to get a certain levels on your ACTs mm-hmm. and certain grades. And uh, if you got a really high English, it would balance out your math. Yep. Um. And I was like, I don't have to learn anything. I just have to ace the stuff I know I'm going to ace yeah. and just fuck off yep. Yep. the rest of it. Yeah. And I literally wrote joke answers in on the math section. I wrote yeah. joke answers and then just took a nap. What? And, oh, my uh, God, Lola. Yeah. And uh, I ended up with a, a pretty middling score. Oh, my God. Nonetheless. Yep. And my mother was very stressed out. And I was like, don't worry about it, Mom. 
I'm going to community college. Yeah. I mean, I I went to like a full-on accredited university and I placed fifth in my graduating class in high school, but I stopped taking math and science as soon as I possibly could. Oh, I had to take, I had to take remedial math when I got if, to college. If I had ever uh, met one of those uh, those inspirational movie teachers, yeah. it was like, I'm going to teach you how to know math and you're going to get a scholarship to the school year. I probably would have like... Yeah, I could have done yeah. a lot more, but I, I don't care. Yeah. I never yeah. cared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, here's the thing, kids. If you're not going to work in anything scientific or anything that really, really requires math, take business math and call it a day. Don't don't worry about <laughs> trig or calculus unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, I knew I didn't need any of that stuff, so I just never took yeah. it. Uh, uh, anyway, I took it because in California they're like, no, you need trig to get into college, and you're Lies. like, why? You really don't though. Yeah, but uh, I took it anyway. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, yes. Uh, one thing that, uh, looking at Twitter, I realized we uh, skipped over that we should address uh, at I underscore am underscore quirky Regina. says, uh, did Neptune give Chibiusa her talisman? Yes, she did. Yes, she totally did. Uh, it was basically part of her parting gift of being like, oh, no, 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 we are definitely going to see each other again. Yeah. Like, we love you. You're part of our lives. Here you go. Look in this mirror a lot because it might tell you something you need to know. It was very Beauty yeah, and there, the Beast. It was. It, was very, yeah. it is. It's totally Beauty and the Beast. Show so, me the Beast. Yeah. Um, it's just Haruka working out furiously. Yes. <laughs> so uh, small. But, so small. But yeah. I, God, you guys, the dream arc is so good. And I just am so excited to like see it done properly Proper. yeah. i'm excited because uh this is after this i have no idea what's going to happen nothing I, at all no really this is all new sailor moon for me you guys what because i never read because i never read the manga okay. like i'm reading the manga for the first time right because of the show right and uh i didn't watch any of the 90s because it didn't have any of the outers yeah so you know the one of the very first uh manga acts because i just bought whatever they had at borders rest in peace borders, oh, I miss borders. Um, but i i would just buy whatever they had so it was like they had i think the first three acts of the first story arc and then they had the act where in the dream arc hotaru grows up and becomes Sailor Saturn again. Oh. So like I have read that act of the manga so many times. Uh I'm so excited. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting so excited. it's like it's yeah. like Christmas. It's all new Sailor Moon I, for me. I start I started Super S mm. and uh I the ninety the nineties one? one. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. yeah. I well, because it's it. dumb, because it's not. I one hundred percent hated it. I am and I so <laughs> curious to rewatch it. So I, oh, I, I, mean, I feel like a lot of it's not going to be relevant, and we're going to skip a good chunk yeah. of it. It's not. I mean, we might as well just start covering it now because we're literally going to be yeah. like, and we're just going to talk about I those first jumped, four episodes of Sailor Stars. <laughs> yeah, I jumped directly mm. from S to the first to four Sailor episodes Stars. of Sailor yeah. Stars because that's how it's supposed and to be. And just pretended yeah. that was Super S yep. and called it a day. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was smart. Yep. Uh, I do Thank love you. that, uh, again, Regina uh, says, uh, excuse me, Crunchyroll, but you've forgotten to give me a preview of the next episode. <laughs> I have <laughs> it's to admit. True. I told, first of all, okay, so they have, yeah, they have the whole solar eclipse thing happening and there's this really nice moment of Mamoru being like, wow, it's really cool that like we get to see this together. Like yeah. us, we're like a family and we love each other 
other. And we're, doing, really, we're doing family stuff. This is a really important moment in our Look lives that's also probably going to be happy. really awful and treacher- treacherous and terrible because, you know, the moon is blocking mm-hmm. out the sun. So yeah. what could possibly go wrong? Right. Nice things don't happen to us. Uh, I mean, Metalia started as a sunspot, guys. See, like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like the moment anything ominous started to happen, I would just, just in case I didn't get mm-hmm. shot, I would just go, remember, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> remember, I love you. If, if anything happens... You have each other. Yeah. Anyway, let's go back to having yeah. this nice day in the yeah. park. But just keep um, it in mind. But yeah. So then, and yeah, and then they hear the the twinkling, the, the twinkling of the bell. I can hear the bells. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Don't you hear them shine? Oh my god. No, but like they look over their shoulders, yeah. and then that's the end of the episode. I and I was like, huh? what? I know. What? <laughs> yep. Rude. And that's it. Rude. Oh, it was such a freaking cliffhanger. Uh. At uh, Krellen D20, uh, hopes that you guys didn't hurt each other too much, though, when uh, the original ending came back. Oh, no. Oh. We, but we sang it. We, we sang it. I think I was eating chips at the time. My true. hands were busy. Oh, yeah. I was eating ramen and you were eating chips, so we yeah. couldn't hit each other. But we, we did, like, mm, our hands, sway aggressively. Yeah. Our hands were not, yeah, yeah. Our hands were not free for slapping, but there was some aggressive swaying. I have to admit to you, when that ending started playing, I literally went, yes! <laughs> I mean, I like the mom ruining guys. I do guys, too, but bring but back yeah, my lesbians. Just, Sam, Sam said, "Oh, it's the old one," and I said, "The good one." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, what? You don't like? You don't like yeah. sexy, stupid Mamaru?" And I was <laughs> like, like, "Lesbians are better." I did like the use of uh, of "In Love with the New Moon" throughout the episode. Like, I you liked know what? It was cool. I liked it, and I got emotional. And then the vocals started, and it's the old vocals. It's not the Momoclo vocals. No, it was the Momoclo vocals. No, it was not. Are you are you sure? Oh girl, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> it was the original vocals from the the soft ones. The ba, ba, oh, with the singer ba, that sings ba, that ba, version ba, of Otomano Policy ba, that I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> it was that. So the, yeah. the the music started and I yeah. got super stoked and then the vocals started and I'm like, oh, it's you. Bring back Mama Chloe. This yeah. would have been a better well, battle Well, because they theme. did have the original uh, instrumentations, which are really good. And yeah. you heard a little bit of the bridge. If you guys have not, oh listened, yeah, the bridge was. If good. you guys have not listened to the full song, there's so much more than that. Yes. It is there is like a solid like 30 second electric guitar riff and it's so badass it's so so good and they also played the whole music box intro yeah and i liked that music yeah box yeah intro. it was really that that i uh, yeah. that i really like, enjoyed I, I got really stoked because the battle mm. theme happened and i mm. always like a good battle theme yeah you know moon revenge power of love yeah. and do it all shit's getting real exactly is when they the main theme exactly, exactly. and guys uh as there has been much conversation oh, I know. there's been quite a between debate. uh at bunny cartoon at delio taku and uh at cc takato on Twitter regarding uh, Power of Love and Moon Revenge, I like them equally. Oh, we have to pick? Well, they were just... Uh, they were uh, saying which ones were better. Yeah, they were saying which ones were better. Cece Takato seemed to be of the opinion that Power of Love was better. It's because it is. Uh, Bunny Cartoon <laughs> thinks that uh, Moon Revenge is better, and Dildi Otaku agrees with her. Well, uh, you're both guys, I like them both. No, no, I like them both. Well. Uh Also, Moon Revenge was the very first oh, uh, Japanese right. song that I knew all the words to. Oh, yeah. So there's that. I wonder if they have that at Max Karaoke. <gasps> I bet they. I mean, if, well, they, hey, oh if they've got Yakusoku Wara Inanai, yeah. they've got Moon uh, Revenge. It was well, so beautiful. We already have to go because I found out they have uh, a large chunk of the Scarlet Pimpernel soundtrack. <gasps> 
At Max Karaoke. At Max Karaoke. Hell and yeah, they've dude. got a bunch of Jekyll and Hyde, too. Well, yeah. then we need to go. They don't have Hamilton yet, but it's yeah. the only thing oh, standing no, our way. It's, it's going to happen yep. soon, yep. though. Yep. If, if you guys want to go with me and do a, a rousing rendition mm. of Falcon in the Dive. Uh, uh, yes, I 100%. do. 100%. <laughs> and the wind uh, will thrive. We have got uh, three so new good. iTunes reviews in the uh, oh, U.S. Alive. iTunes store. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank Wildhorn, uh, contrary to what you might believe now with the popularity of the Death Note musical in Japan, is in fact an American composer. Uh, <laughs> he is. In, uh, again, in the American iTunes store. Guys, uh, if you, or specifically the U.S. iTunes store, because Canada is in America, America. technically. That's it's in North true. America. Uh, if you leave us a review and you are in another country, please tell us so I can switch our region. Yes. Uh, also, it's even easier if you just screen cap it and send it to us uh, because we want to see those reviews. Make our lives easier. Yeah, so, <laughs> Please. yeah, and we, we want to give you guys shout outs on the show as well. Um, so we have a, uh, a review here uh, from TV Game Junkie, fantastic podcast, five stars. Yay. My brother turned me on to this podcast and All I've right. loved it ever since. Keep up the good work. Love Thank it. you. Uh, another one from uh, Shaded Gamer. Shaded Gamer is often in the uh, After Buzz chat, so thank you so much. Uh, another great Sailor Moon podcast question mark exclamation point five stars it's taken me a while to actually come check this out after hearing Emma reference it on After Buzz but I'm here now I started with the episodes relating to season three of Sailor Moon Crystal and then I backtracked to the beginning so while I haven't listened to all of them yet I already know that these ladies are hilarious and just all around amazing Correct. it's so great to hear fans <laughs> go in depth with Sailor Moon and it's awesome to hear them just express how they're feeling all of the feels they just take that extra step and cover everything that is Sailor Moon both past and present so kudos to you super sailor moon super fans you're awesome and i can't wait until i've completely caught up on all of your episodes yeah, and then the last one is uh, uh goes i don't really know how to title it five stars by uh jesse 3065 <laughs> uh at first, i like that title crushed it yeah at first i thought this t this podcast was going to be boring because the title does say a serious podcast uh, we use that ironically uh but once i started listening i saw it was so far from serious <laughs> i like the humor and how you all are just best friends talking about your favorite anime and now i feel like i have someone awesome to talk to about the show i'm a 23 year old man and it's difficult finding someone to Boy talk Scout. to about how this week's episode makes me tear up keep up the good work P.S. Uh, one of Sailor Moon's powers and that I love about uh, I, Usagi, her power is to give back everyone's happiness and hope. Yes, as we very much saw in this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that is why Sailor Saturn awakened. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Uh, because there is still hope if Usagi is alive, but when she dies, there is no hope left. Oh, that makes oh. sense. Uh, P.S. Number two, I'm so sorry for the long review and for my bad English. It is not my first language. The English Whoa. was not bad at all. You did Holy great. Shit. Yeah, you want to see me try to write something and not also, my first language? It would not be that cohesive. Said. Never ever apologize if your English is not perfect because English mm. is a language. English is a stupid of crazy language. People, oh, yeah. And the rules don't make any sense. Nope. So if you speak any English at all, yeah. and that was really good English, yeah. uh, English is hard. If you speak any, you are amazing. Yeah. yeah. So yep. thank you for that. Exactly. Yeah, it was great. You yeah, uh, you speak two languages. You know how many languages we speak at this table? Yeah. One. one. I speak one and like a 32nd yep. yep. of the language. Yeah. Um, right. We also got uh, very nice emails from uh Catherine and from Mamu on uh in, Mamu the, in the email. Uh yes, they're both they're very nice. Uh so thank you guys so much for your emails uh and all of your heartfelt thoughts a lot of them were you know talking about how we were very thoughtful in addressing the whole orlando tragedy oh. um which uh yeah we really appreciate and then 
Matthew, we promise that we are going to answer your question. <laughs> a lot of people have been tweeting your answers at us. I'm going to compile all of them, too. Mm-hmm. But we just decided that for this episode, we wanted to really focus on discussing the, the end of this, yeah. of this season. Uh, and next week, rather than covering any sort of content, we're going to do sort of a, um, a, a, a season in review. Uh, uh, the, the equivalent of when Nerdist does what is called a hostful, where just the hosts, like, Get yeah. together and talk about their lives. Uh, yeah, so we'll be we'll be talking about like this whole season. We'll be addressing a lot of fan questions. So if you guys have any Sailor Moon questions that you want to know at all, or personal questions, uh, not about, too personal. Don't be rude. Nah, yeah, we're but, not uh, doctors. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, feel free to you know email those to us, tweet those at us. Um, you know, Sailor Moon related or or other like Magical Girl series. And um, thank you so much too for all of the suggestions already for stuff you want us to cover in uh, for fillers for filler episodes in the future. Uh, we've had. So many really, really good suggestions already. Uh, so we will definitely not be at a, uh, a loss for content. And certainly there is a ton of Sailor Moon content still to cover. So mm-hmm. keep sending those things our way. Next week we will also discuss our uh, Sailor fan Moon castings. fan casting, which will be a whole lot of fun. Uh, yeah, but before we uh, wrap things up completely here, uh, I feel like... This was a great season. I'm uh, very happy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I couldn't be happier. quite confident that the dream arc is happening. I'm just waiting to hear an announcement about it. Yeah. There is going to be a Sailor Moon Day at AX this weekend, but that's pr- it's pr- what we'll probably get out of that is when the S-dub is going to air. I bet. Uh, which I'm really looking forward and to. And we'll probably end up maybe seeing an episode of it. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> However, uh, unfortunately, it's very, very unlikely Uh that an announcement about when the next season of Crystal is starting would be made there. If it is, I will be extremely happy, of course, yes. but very, very surprised uh, as AX is a, an American convention and though they do have a lot of Japanese guests of honor coming in um, and, and are very sort of entrenched in the anime industry more so than sort of your average anime con in the U.S. You know, Anime Expo is is more of a professional trade show than it is a convention. Like a, like a San Diego. Yeah, yeah. It's the um, San Diego of the it's anime the, it community. It is. It's the San Diego of the anime community. Um, so, and it, and it really is like that opportunity for the American companies like Viz and Funimation and Crunchyroll to come in and really like showcase their stuff. Uh, but there will be a Sailor Moon Day on, uh, on uh, Sunday of Anime Expo. Nice. And there's going to be a whole bunch of the uh, voice cast, our dear friend Amanda Miller, Sheremy, <gasps> Robbie. Uh, Never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> Who are they? Sandy, Erica. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a, yeah. a whole good crew. They just uh, made the official announcement about that today. Sweet. So. Well, today, yesterday, when you guys are listening to this, because yeah. it was on Monday that they made the announcement. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what's coming up on the Sailor Moon front. Uh, yeah. Dream Arc is happening. I'm confident. I know Woo! it's going to happen. Well, they set it up, so it's going to happen. Up, they set it up real hard. So it's so, going to happen. Uh, yeah, I, I really believe it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. If I've learned anything from watching this show, it's that if I want something badly enough mm-hmm. and then I just scream about it into the sky, a glowing mm-hmm. uh, piece of jewelry will appear and make it happen. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just going to uh, go scream in the yard. Yep. Accurate. That's just right now. For pretty, hours. Go ahead. That's pretty uh, pretty Don't accurate. Call the cops. I won't. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, going to conclude this episode of Love and Justice. And this season. And, and this season. Oh, man. I'm sad, Wah. but I'm also happy. Wah. I am too, because like it was a really satisfying good, season. Yeah. And it's 
so fun to know exactly what we're going to talk about every single week and just follow, you know, the season and do yeah. the comparisons and things like that. And that is what this podcast is all about, was like really getting into that. The nitty gritty. Yeah, and that yeah. comparison of the, the different ways that like Sailor Moon has been portrayed in the same general storylines throughout the years. But like, it's so fun to talk about all the other stuff. Yeah, so, oh, we're going to dive back uh, into the weirdness. Yes, I'm so excited yes. for fillers. There will definitely be some more Muse. I'm so excited. More yeah. Muse, uh, more, 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 probably like, more Dracula. More, more Dracula. <laughs> oh, yes. More maybe guest stars. Yeah, more yeah. more deviations. Yeah. I'm excited. I always like it yeah. when we talk about deviations. So, yeah. So keep keep tweeting uh, those suggestions at us, or you can uh, you can tweet at us, of course, uh, at LNJPod, uh, or you can send us emails at uh, loveandjusticepod at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Like, keep sending us those suggestions. Again, any, like, questions you want answered about Sailor Moon, any comments, stories you want to share, uh, we are going to devote, like, a whole episode, basically, to, to, to the fans uh, yeah. for the next episode. So that'll mm -hmm. be a good time. And then we'll also uh, figure out what we're going to do the following week. Uh, and we will announce it on the next episode so you guys know what to watch. We will record from a bounce house. Yes. It'll be <laughs> great. Uh, but Not yes. ours. We'll just find one at a park. Yeah, we'll so, uh, so that's us. Uh, don't forget, you can also find us uh, in the iTunes store. And if you are an iTunes listener, we do appreciate getting those iTunes reviews. We do. We will give you a shout out on the show. It makes us look really good. It makes guests want to come on. We will certainly have more of those coming up in the near future. Uh, yes. So keep up with us all together, all the love and justice stuff. Lola, where can people find you? Well, when I'm not in a bounce house recording this show, hopefully in the future, uh, you can find me at Unwinona, U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. That's Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere there's an Unwinona, that's me. Kelby. You can find me on Twitter at Real Femininity. And you can find me on Tumblr and Instagram, Femininity, just one word. You can also find me at Anime Expo this coming weekend. I'll be wandering around. But most importantly, besides the Sailor Moon Day, mm -hmm. you should come to the Cowboy Bebop concert slash experience. I'll be doing makeup. Mm -hmm for the band that is performing. It's badass. Uh, and a bunch of the voice actors are going to yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw, gonna be I really saw cool. Mary and Steve both tweeting about it. Yeah, so, yeah. it's going to be pretty freaking sweet. So come to that. It's on Monday. There are tickets for it. Um, buy those. Uh, you can also hmm. see me at the lab. Yes, bye. I know. I sort of want to go. They but. still have badges. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. I'll be at parties at Anime Expo, guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know about the actual show itself. Uh, but but I will be there and I yeah. will be passing out pins and stickers and yeah. whatnot. So find me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Hello. Uh, and I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at Emma Fife, which is my name. Also, uh, you guys should totally tune in to Discovery Channel or the Science Channel on August 6th or August 7th. I don't know the specific times or anything like that, but uh, we just recorded the very first ever televised drone racing event. It is the DR1 Invitational presented by Mountain Dew. And if you watch it on TV, you will see me uh, because I was the uh, pit reporter. I was down there in the pits with the pilots talking about the races, and it was a whole lot of fun. So uh, when I have more details about exactly when that is airing I will let you know but again I know it is definitely August 6th or 7th it's going to air first on the 6th and re-air on the 7th uh, one time it'll be on Discovery Channel the other time it'll be on the Science Channel so you should totally do that you should watch it and support me I mean, for all I know, they cut me out of it completely. Uh, I mean, we're not, we're not saying that if you don't watch <laughs> it, a drone will come to your house and throw eggs through your windows. <laughs> but a drone will come to your house and catapult eggs through your windows. It would be a pretty advanced <laughs> drone that has, like, arms that it it's can a uh, bully, throw it's a, it's a bully drone. <laughs> it's a treble Uh Okay. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, that is it for now. Uh, Sailor Moon Crystal might be over for this season, but we will be returning yes. again. We will still next be week. Here. We will be here. We'll be celebrating Mooney Monday with a new Woo. episode for you out on Tuesdays. Forever after is the plan. So yeah, we're uh, gonna be old biddies doing exactly, this. exactly. Oh, yeah. We're gonna be doing this till we're 110 years old. Or more because or obviously, yeah, because obviously we're gonna get like silver crystal powers and just live for thousands and thousands of years. It's gonna be great. Woo. So uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again next week. And until then, <laughs> this time I'm gonna do it right. Just <laughs> okay, okay, the end of the season. Say, ready? It's always go. my thing, but this yeah. time we're gonna do it right. Ready? Right. Yes. Stay, Stay magical. magical. I'm gonna fuck you up.